0: It's another Q and A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode five sixty five, and I'm Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Friday, and welcome to another Q and A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions, and I answer them for you. Dr. Neil isn't just a nickname I like to be called. I actually do have my doctorate degree in public health. My degree was specific to chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my master's of public health degree with an emphasis in health education and health promotion. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist to the American College of Sports Medicine. It's like being a personal trainer, same thing. I'm also chair of the Department of Nutrition and Basic Sciences at Bastyr University, California, and I hold faculty positions at two other institutions. The research that I've published has looked at the effects of diet on weight management, and type two diabetes. All right, enough about me. Today's question is actually a perfect complement to what we were talking about this week. I got a question about sugars, and are all sugars the same, or do our bodies respond differently to each? All right, before I start answering the question right now, let's actually hear the question and my response as we optimize your life. Hello, Dr. Neil. this is CK from Indianapolis. I just want to tell you how much I appreciate and, and love your show. You had an episode about maple syrup recently, and just wondering if honey fell into the same category, or if there's anything we need to watch out for while consuming honey. Thank you. Hi, CK. Thank you for your question. The whole business of sugar, added versus natural, sugar alcohols, syrups, molasses, honey, and so on is very confusing. I first want to clarify something. Avoiding all sugar isn't necessary, and I said this yesterday. In fact, it would be impossible to do this. This is because anytime a food contains a carbohydrate, it actually contains sugar. Think of it this way. Foods that contain carbohydrates are basically made up of sugar. This sounds bad, I know, since so many of the foods we eat contain carbs, but don't panic. This is because when the body breaks down carbohydrates, it is basically trying to convert that carbohydrate-rich food into a usable fuel source, which for us is sugar. Iceberg lettuce, believe it or not, still contains some carbohydrate. So the body will break down those carbohydrates into, you guessed it, sugar. But because the amount of carbohydrate in iceberg lettuce is so low, it doesn't really supply much sugar at all. And believe it or not, because the body loves sugar so much as a fuel source, it can actually extract it from protein-rich foods, like meat. So my point is that trying to avoid all sugar in your diet is simply not possible but that's okay. Because as we talked about earlier this week, added sugars seem to be the real trouble. So really the goal is to limit added sugars in your diet. Now food manufacturers often use different types of added sugars like syrup, molasses, and honey. All of these are often added to food products to prolong their shelf lives and to improve taste and texture. So are any of these better for you than good old-fashioned white or brown sugar? Well first, Maple syrup and molasses. Both of those contain something called fructo oligosaccharides. Don't let this fancy sounding name intimidate you. Many of these scientific words contain clues that can help us decode what they're trying to tell us. I'll say the word again fructo oligosaccharides. Fructo sounds like fruit, and in fact, that's exactly what it's referring to. More specifically, fructo is referring to fructose, which of course is the sugar found naturally in fruit. Another word may have sounded familiar too, saccharides. Kind of sounds like saccharin, right? Saccharin is another type of sugar. So fructooligosaccharides are basically sugars, but it sounds like they contain a couple of different types, fructose along with saccharin. Okay, so then does the body respond any differently to this fancy sugar that's made of fructose and saccharin? Some researchers have discovered that this fancy sugar may act as a prebiotic in our gut. This means when we eat fructooligosaccharides, they may promote the growth of healthy bacteria in our intestines. Sometimes you may hear this concept referred to as a healthy microbiome. But the problem is, these studies were performed in a lab. So we don't know if this really happens inside the human body. So for now, I would say don't assume maple syrup and molasses are any different than table sugar. And because of that, I would use them sparingly. And in fact, I have a hunch that the body treats fructooligosaccharides the same as table sugar. This is the same story, in fact, when it comes to agave. Scientists thought that blue agave nectar, which is chemically different than table sugar, could be a decent source of dietary fiber. We do know that dietary fiber helps promote the health of the microbiome. But blue agave nectar doesn't have nearly enough fiber to promote the health of our intestines. There is also the belief that agave may not raise blood sugar levels as much as table sugar. This is true only if you're consuming the pure form of agave. But because of how food companies process agave to make agave nectar, it's actually quite similar to table sugar. So, same story here. Use agave sparingly. Moving on to honey. Laboratory testing has found that not all honey products are the same. For example, Medical honey that's often used to treat and heal wounds is regulated by the Food and Drug Administration or FDA. The type of honey used in this case is often of the Makuna variety and it must be tightly regulated to be sure that it is free of contaminants. Honey has a very low water concentration and does contain some antioxidants. This is partly why it can be useful for some ailments, but here's the catch. Honey, regardless of type, contains more calories and more carbohydrates than white or brown sugar. So using honey topically, meaning on the skin to treat skin wounds, may be fine, so long it has been approved by the FDA. But if you're hoping that it will help prevent chronic diseases like heart disease, diabetes, or cancer, probably not. In fact, it may increase the risk for these diseases. So again, I would use honey sparingly. The bottom line is that added sugars appear to be the real problem. Natural sugars found in foods, on the other hand, when we eat them in their most whole version, may not pose the same problems. Think about fruit, for example. Fruits can be high in sugar, but they also contain fiber, which has two effects on the body. One, it slows down the body's absorption of those sugars, and two, the fiber acts as a prebiotic in that it can help our gut grow more helpful bacteria and promote a healthy microbiome. When foods are processed, they're often stripped of their fiber content, and the result is a food that is no longer as nutritious. Instead, it ends up becoming a source of sugar and not much else. So how do you know if you're eating lots of added sugar? In a couple of years, the Food and Drug Administration will require that food manufacturers identify how many grams of added sugar there are in their products. But until then, the best thing to do is look at the ingredients list. If the food contains more than five ingredients, then chances are, You're going to be consuming some additives and preservatives, like added sugar. And so, again, you don't have to give up some of your favorite foods that may be high in sugar. Instead, just think about cutting back by a little bit. You can limit how much added sugar you're consuming by first looking at the list of ingredients found on your favorite brand of food. Does it contain more than five? If yes, I'm willing to bet it contains some extra preservatives and additives. Next, look for the words on the ingredients list that end in. O-S-E. If it ends in O-S-E or OSE, then it's a type of sugar. If there are a lot of ingredients ending in O-S-E, it's probably safe to assume the product contains a lot of added sugar. For now, this is probably the best way to really double check to make sure that the foods you're consuming aren't full of added sugar. That is until the FDA requires food manufacturers to list it separately, which again may happen in a year or so. Thank you again for the question, CK. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be in the raffle, send me a question. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. You can record right from your computer's microphone. It's really easy, and you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in. The number is 61 love ohd I hope you had a wonderful week. Thank you, as always, for listening. Have a terrific weekend. Thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for checking out our Instagram. I'll see you back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs,